Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Gentle in California. I was going to say, you have to be careful. It's not just California. It's different, different muni- states. Yeah, different oh, right. uh, municipalities. and, and That's uh, our rain. You're not allowed yeah, to collect our rain. <laughs> like, how do you own the rain? Yeah. Well, they're- Welcome, Welcome to another episode of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. This is episode 64 coming at you during St. Patty's Day weekend. You should be getting this March 14th. Unless you're a Patreon, you were lucky enough to get it early. Early. Which is a good segue to let you know and remind you about our Patreon, which you can join to both help support us and get cool shit in return. Yeah. Support yourself. (laughs) Support yourself. Yeah. Yeah, the Patreon. uh, Help us help you. Pays for the studio, basically. So... It allows us to keep doing this, and when we have some extra, we uh, some of our tiers get uh, extra bennies. Some people get benefits. Some of the tiers get a shirt. Everybody gets something. But uh, like, I don't think anybody's not happy. Yeah, no, I think I think everybody's pretty happy. Even people that need to come down a tier, they come down. They don't just leave. They just come down a tier. Yeah, and and the Discord be popping. Yeah, the Discord benefits are are high. The uh, we give I gave away a Willet Reserve Rye in Discord. Sometimes I drink a little bit, and I'm like, hey. Uh, <laughs> First person to come hang out with me while I smoke the cigar gets a gets a bottle. So nice, but yeah. That's all these names up here above. That's our executive producer tier, mm-hmm. which you can join. Then your name comes in the videos. Yeah, and you can put that shit right in your LinkedIn. Cuss a lot. And then you can use it's code sign, podcast. It's a sign of intellect. Save twenty percent. That's right. On pretty much everything in our store. And right now, turkey season. Our turkey calls are we're running a sale on the turkey calls. So if you need a turkey call, we have slate and glass, and they're made from buffalo tri- or. I think the new ones are Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're pretty cool. So we got a glass one with a Purple Heart back soundboard yep. with our name on. And then we have a slate one with a with a Whiskey White Tails branded on the back. Yep. White and Oak. They're purple, guaranteed. Purple Heart soundboard on the glass. Mm-hmm. And the, both the glass and slate sound great. Mm-hmm. They have slightly different tones just because of the material is different. But if you know what you're doing, you know which one you need. Yep. And... Uh, they are, they all, oh, they come with a hundred percent guarantee. You'll kill a turkey with them every time. <laughs> I saw you post that and I was like, <laughs> that might backfire, but probably not. What are you going to do? It's not written anywhere. We just kind of threw it out there. Yeah. That's just our, our promise to you. You're guaranteed to kill. What we should <clears throat> say is you're guaranteed to kill something. Right. And then when someone's yeah, yeah. like, I didn't kill a turkey. I'm like, no, but I bet you killed some time. Didn't you? Yeah. You killed some time. <laughs> there you go. We didn't specify what you were killing. Yeah. Guaranteed to kill something with it. <laughs> That may be the new slag. The slag. That's the new slag line. The new slag line. Guaranteed to kill something. So we forgot to bring a uh, Irish whiskey. So we went with this green Taconic, which we've had before. It's very good. I enjoy it. So I'm, I'm not gonna do a pop because it'd be like a half half open bottle pop there. But you know, I had a pour last night of that uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oak that we got from Gibby's. Yeah, and uh, it's about a third of the way empty. And I picked up an, like this peppery note that I was not getting earlier in the bottle. And it, I like it a lot. Yeah, profile changes. Yeah, it's those. really good. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a good bottle. It's like I getting it three well. separate bottles because by the time you get to the last third, it's going to open up something different. It's like having yeah. three different bottles. It's like a cigar. That's mm-hmm. one thing yeah, exactly. I was talking about Trevor. I was like, it's kind of hard to do bottle pairings with cigars because a fresh pop and an empty bottle. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's kind of the same thing with cigars. Like the first, second, third, thirds yeah. will taste a little changes. different. So... <laughs> well, it, so we we don't get political or 
religious on this podcast. So my question before I go down this is gas political. Um, I know that presidents claim that they raise or lower or yeah, are not responsible, well, but is gas a political topic? It, uh, so you sort of you sort of made my point for me in my response is that anything is political when it benefits one side or the other. Yeah. So if gas prices are low and economy's chugging along, of course the president yeah, I'll take that. did it. I but mean, when the gas you? prices are high and people are pissed, not, not my, not it's my not. fault. Yeah. Right. So therefore you can say that it's not gas affects every single person on yeah. a daily basis and it affects their wallets and their ability. That's one of the things I wrote down is yeah. like, we've been arguing about poli- like political sphere has been crazy the it's past wild. four years or whatever it's mm-hmm. been. But I mean, like never before seen, but the, <laughs> the gas thing, yeah. Now both everybody's just pissed. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be right? So then we can talk about it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So I want things to make sense to me. That's one of the reasons I'm not political or religious because depending on the politician or the religion, they just, your opinion doesn't make sense or the opinion of the overarching, you know what I mean? Like, the, well, that's the group thing. Like Westboro Baptist church. That doesn't make sense. You know, I mean, right. But uh, it, and it, communism, doesn't if you're make on sense. the far right and far left, and again, I don't like yeah. talking about this, but the point is that it seems like they latch on to a group think. Yeah, yeah. And because that's what the majority, that that's what I, that's the, right. you know, you got to toe the party line, even when that little voice in the back of your head goes, eh. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You got to do it because blue yeah. or red. Yeah. And and I, I'm the same way. I, I can't right. do it. I can't do it. So I was reminded of, uh, of Joe Dirt when he, <laughs> when he says, uh, he was like, when his dad was like, uh, why is the sunset? How's the posi track run in Plymouth work? It just does. <laughs> right. So like this gas thing, it's like, it's not his fault. It's not his, this, her fault. It's, it's Russia's fault. It's like, it's like, well, none of that makes sense. I'm like, it's, it just does. Okay. It just does. So I went down the rabbit hole. I did math, which I love doing. Thank so you. it went from four thirty three forty six to four thirty three in th- in 30 days. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty crazy. So I was looking at how much gas we use. So in the US, we use 19.78 million barrels a day of gas, gas. petroleum products. Right. So the thing I see in the news is that it's it's because of Russia. Right. So I was like, well, how much do we get from Russia? We get 672,000 barrels per day on average in 2021 from Russia, which equates to 3.39% of our fuel, of our petroleum products, 3.39%. Yeah. So I don't think that has anything to do with the prices. We get 51% from Canada. And then my overall thought here is energy dependent. The United States should be energy dependent, meaning we produce enough oil to satisfy our needs, and Mm -hmm. then we sell or stockpile the rest. And then that way we won't be subject to the world economy because we're energy dependent. That's what that word means. A lot of people twist it into other things. And now I wish that we were more green, but we aren't even close. To being no. like the everybody's on lithium battery, like we're not even anywhere near it. So worrying about that right now doesn't doesn't matter. But we we have enough to just turn on the tap a little bit mm-hmm. and pull us out of this. And then if we full on fracked and all that stuff, people talk about fracking earthquakes, like people sleep through those. It's so. <laughs> here's my tinfoil hat thought. Okay, because that's where me. this was going. All right. Five forty nine right now is what diesel is, which is yeah, you know, I drive, saw that I drive on the diesel. way, and, and and that just hurt for you, man. Yeah. So, uh, and how big how big of a tank do you have? Because Jessica and I were talking gallons. about this, and I was like, well, I saw the number of gallons. She was like, how big is this tank? And I was like, yeah. well, I actually don't know, but I never considered the fact that the F two fifties, F three fifties, because they are generally work trucks, made for towing, and they're made for towing. Tanks. And you have you know you're filling with diesel. They're designed to hold more, and I didn't even think about that. That it's costing folks like you over two hundred dollars to fill up fill a tank up of gas right now. And could you guess how many miles per gallon I get? Like you know what we get on the highway, but around town coming to work, I, I, less than 15? 16 and a half 16 is and a half? about what I average. Yeah. So sixteen and a half. That's two hundred sixty-six dollars a month in fuel at five forty-nine just to go to work and back, which is twenty forty miles round trip. How much a month? Two sixty-six just to go to work and back. That's just to cover two two, two and from, from work. work nothing forty else. miles, nothing else. So if I stop somewhere, you know, blah blah blah. So Live your life. <laughs> tin foil hat here. Talk to me, man. What was happening in Canada a month ago? 
Oh, the the whole trucker thing. What started two weeks ago in America? The same thing. And they were driving from California to D.C. Uh-huh. How much? Uh, you think they're trying to price the people out of these? Well, I these, don't know. It's a thought. It, it's a good it idea, though. It makes sense, right? How sure. can we put a stop to this? Well, let's make diesel extremely expensive. The six and a half miles per gallon is average for, a, for yeah. an 18-wheeler. That's so you, now they're stuck in D.C. and they can't leave. But they said they weren't going to park like they did in Canada. They were just going to circle the beltway. Well, now they can't afford to. So what do they do? Do they stop and it causes an uprest? Yeah. Or do they turn around and go home and eat it? No, they run out of gas and just sit on the beltway. Well, I mean, I think that there's more to this gas thing than just— uh, Yeah, it very well could be. Just It was just a thought. Well, I think it's multifaceted, but I think that could certainly play a, play a role in it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I think you talked about energy independence, and, and, and we have the ability to be. Yeah. But environmentalist and, and the whole Green New Deal stuff and, you know, they're, again, we, we have, Oil's not going anywhere. we are it's so many, we are so many years from yeah. being energy in, de- independent from renewable things like wind yeah. and stuff like that. The infrastructure it takes to build that stuff up and get it to a yeah. point where it can be as efficient as petroleum. Yeah. We're just not there yet. So and do we lock it down now and just for the next 10 years while we're building this infrastructure? Just it's, I think if, it's we had someone, I think if we had someone smart and, and uh, making some of those decisions in our leadership, I think we I think we should. I mean, the, the administration's very first official act when they took office was to revoke the XL yeah, pipeline. Yeah. So, like, we immediately put ourselves at, at the— At the mercy of the world market. Mercy of the world market. Which, and, is, which we should— and, and what's, not be. Yeah, and, and the, the administration's like, eh, we're not going to take any fuel from Russia. We're just going to take it from Venezuela and somewhere else, which are all— I don't want to get into the political okay. side of it. All right, I won't. Uh, but I'm just talking purely gas prices. Gas prices suck. But uh, it's— It absolutely could be a tool. If the tin foil hat thing is correct, that yeah. would mean that it is political sure. to discuss gas prices. Well, I'll take your tin foil hat <laughs> and raise it to a—, a manufactured RFID shielding beanie that is yeah, okay. for everyday wear. <laughs> yeah. Um, gas prices are up. Home prices are up. Everything right now, inflation is ridiculous through the roof, right? They just People are having a hard uh, APRs to go up. Yeah, I know. Did you see in the nineties, I was watching those nineties commercials and uh-huh. one of them was a car commercial and it was as low as 6.5% APR for a car loan. Yeah. <laughs> In the nineties, yeah, and, and like I just refinanced one of my cars for two point four percent. Yeah, there's a there's a dealership last uh, commercial last night touting uh, one point nine something, one point eight nine APRs, and you know how that works in dealerships. Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever gets approved for With that GM financing. And yeah, yeah, but um, so everything's through the roof, like price wise. All the stuff going on overseas with Europe and Russia, the banks, um. Did you see that Biden just signed an executive order for the for the Congress or federal government to do a deep dive investigation into cryptocurrencies? Yeah, I did. And did you see cryptocurrency like almost it went up like Bitcoin went up like ten grand did in the last three days? So I think I think the market is being the economy is being bent over on purpose. And I think there's a proposal for universal basic income that is coming. Could be. And it's going to be a, we know times are hard, world conflict, things are tough. Here, if you just do these things, if you make sure you follow these steps and you do what the government tells you, you fall in line with what daddy's orders are, you'll get this universal basic income. You'll never have to worry about not being able to put food on your table again. Yeah. Or they make gas free. Yeah, they're, they're going to be, they're, they're doing, there's something. Everybody gets a hundred gallons. And, and you can, you can go down the, down the rabbit hole if you just start looking up yeah. the great reset and all these other things that the world economic yeah, that forum. Gets political. It does get political, but if you, if you even just consider all that stuff and then look at what's going on in the world, man, it sure does play right into it. But I won't say any names, but some of the wildest conspiracy theorists of all time, when you just look, listen to them and you're like, what is this guy talking about? Yeah, you go they, back 10 or 15 years and they were spouting the same talking, shit and you were like, they're talking dude is out of his fucking <laughs> mind. And here we are going. Well, uh, what he but, said came true. <laughs> no he, was right. he was right. Yeah. Not just once. <laughs> Anyways. So I'm going to hit that plug early. Which one is this? The plug of the week? Yeah. So since I am clearly the one that spends the most on gas, I'm going to plug it. The GetUpside app, you can go download it. Yeah, there you go. And if you use code MATT, 
six. I didn't pick this. Matt six six five three nine. Matt six six five three nine. And you put that into the GetUpside app, you will get an additional fifteen cent gallon gallon yeah. off bonus the first time you sign up. But you can save it twenty five cents cash back. And when you sign up, it gives me also fifteen cents off. So you're helping me. You're yeah. helping. You don't want to support Patreon. You got to buy and, gas anyway. And when you share it with your friends and family, and they use it, yep. you, you get little kickbacks as well. And so uh, my wife and I use it when we remember, and we just let it pile up over the year. And then for Christmas time, we'll cash out yep. the, a gift card, and we'll use that for Christmas. I haven't shopping. used it all year, but just from referrals, I have thirteen dollars in there. Yeah, right now. yeah. So, I mean, it is it is real money, and you can get an Amazon gift card. You can get a regular gift card if you want. I think they yeah. even do PayPal transfer. Lee, <laughs> Lee showed it. I showed it to Lee, and he was super sketched about it. Yeah, he was like, "The only reason I'm trusting this is because it's coming from you, and you do cybersecurity. So if you say it's okay, I'm yeah. going to use it." Between, because he he has the 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 Ram turbo diesel. Um, I don't remember which. It's like a six-cylinder turbo or whatever. Anyways, he he spends a bunch of money on fuel because he drives from way out almost in Sanford all the way to Bragg for work a bunch. Between that and everyone he shared it with, he he had like over $100 last year. Nice. Yeah. Which is good. It's, yeah. it's money back. and It's, and, it's free money. And it's, you're getting discounted at the pump. And so. it's not just, uh, so in certain cities, it's it's a little bit more popular than others, but they also do food places. Yeah, I Where saw you that, can, you can uh, order food night. and you get kickbacks for it as well. Yep. So just saying, if you want to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to support Matt getting to work. Yeah. You code Matt 66539. So he, he doesn't have to keep driving to get groceries in his golf cart. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. It's I free. It, I know it is. The golf cart comes in handy. I will not go to Publix without the golf cart now. You sh- I wouldn't either. Like it's raining today, so yeah. no Publix. No, I won't eat tonight. <laughs> I'm sure there's a thing in the freezer. Yeah. Thought. Honey, we're eating a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you had to choose which one would you eat first. I always say I'm going to eat salsa. <laughs> Why? I just always said, like, Betty, you look delicious today. Mm-hmm. And she's like, stop. I'm like, I just look at them legs, you know. <laughs> and so I used to do it. I'd get in his face and be like, <laughs> and, and I think that's why he hates me. He's a cool cat. Each of those cats are so funny. Jeff I, was so dead to the world the other day when I was at your house. Yeah. And that, yeah, because we had him that outside. Bud Light box. Mm-hmm. He was like, his face dead, was dead. upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so yesterday I took uh, the first cat. Yeah. Which we refer to as cat or kitty. We took her. I took, she had, um, she's just like a, she's a cat. Like the other three, I have a lot of cats. The other cats are like, they have personalities, but she is just like, she's a killer, killer eyes, you know, patrols the house, looks for bugs, and then goes back upstairs and hides under the bed. So she got like in my face the other day and meowed. And I was like, woof, girl, your breath is terrible. And looked in there and like her teeth are like rotten out of her face. Oh, that's not good. So I took her to the vet yesterday. Full extraction, every tooth. No. Yeah. They're going to have to pull every single tooth out of her head. And then what? They, she said that the gums will callus over and she'll be able to eat hard food again. What? But you can try and feed her soft food and see if she'll eat it. And I was like, is this going to kill her? And she's like, no, I'll figure it out. It happens all the time in, it, in nature. It, oh, weird. So what? what is the cause of it? Is it age? Is it's it bad genetics? Bad genes, yeah, yeah she thinks. it's. Uh, she's not old enough. Um, yeah. And I was like, we feel terrible that we didn't notice. I just never see her. And she's like, cats hide pain like better than dogs. Yeah. Like you'll never know a cat's in pain. Right. But it makes sense because she's gotten like overly grumpy the past couple months. Mm-hmm. I think that's why. Just like, her face hurts. Face fucking hurts. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Freaking hurts. And, but yeah. So I'm talking to her and she's like, well, we charge by the hour. <clears throat> um, and then. Do you, do, you, do you need some help? One to two hours and then three <laughs> to five hours. She's like, this is going to be a three to five hour surgery. And I was like, oh, she's like, it's going to be. In. You expensive. get one side, I get the other. Yeah. I was like, well, they're pretty loose. Like I could start pulling them out before we get here. You yeah. Know? And um, and she was like, I was like, what are the other options? She's like we can give her pain meds and just wait till they all fall out. And then like some antibiotics. That's, I was like, I'm not gonna do that to her. No, that's terrible. And she's like, there's really no other choice. And in my head, I'm like, well, I, I could put her down, but I'm not gonna put her down for that. That's that's stupid. Yeah. Um, so it's she's like, fault. it's gonna be really expensive. And so I'm thinking like thousands. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What was she thinking? Like she said between six and eight hundred. Oh, I was like, oh. I, mean, I mean, it's expensive, but it's right. not. I thought I was gonna have to like get a loan. Yeah, no, I <laughs> like I hear I hear well, we, we had something like that with Layla when she was a puppy. And this was, I mean, I was, I had not been in my career very long. We were just started living together and we got this puppy um, and I got hit with like a $3,000 bill for a vet bill. And that yeah. was, 
Um, there's a company called Care Credit that does like it's a, it's a basically a credit card that you can use for medical stuff, and I had to I had to get yeah. to pay for it because it was an emergency visit. So it was like. Thanks for coming. We're going to take really good care of her. Emergency. But go ahead and sign this paperwork. It's basically, it was $1,500 just to walk in the door. And as soon as I signed that paper, you, you were like, this is a bucks. minimum of $1,500. Yeah. There's going to be more. And they kept her overnight and took blood every hour to monitor her kidney. She got into a um, fucking puppy's labs. She got onto the bed and then pulled a bottle of ibuprofen off of a nightstand and mm. opened it. And when I found her, she was sitting on the bed, chewing on the bottle with pills everywhere. And so that stuff will cause That's renal failure yeah. in a, in a, yeah. in a uh, dog. And so she, she had licked some of the pills and they turned white when the, the coating comes off. Yeah. So we made her puke, but when they, you put the peroxide in the dog, make them throw up, they get all the it's foamy. You couldn't tell what was in there and what wasn't. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. $800. I take that all day long. Well, that's like <laughs> with the, getting the dog's teeth like descaled back in the day. I remember it was five, six hundred bucks just yeah. to put them down, clean the teeth. It was five hundred. So I thought, but yeah. then I didn't consider her head like this big. Mm -hmm. So you know, and she's only got like five teeth left. <laughs> Jeez, man, poor, <laughs> poor kitty. Yeah, she gave. They gave her, I think, distemper and um, rabies and a um, like pen. Uh, um, Oh, shots? Yeah. Yeah. Like, not penicillin, but a... Um, just an antibiotic? Yeah, antibiotic. So they gave her those, and she came home, and you know, she hides in that cabinet. And she just didn't went come straight out. up. Didn't come she out. She probably so felt like, like crap. crap. yeah. <laughs> so I went, I opened the cabinet, and I was like, Kitty, you okay? Because I want to make sure she didn't die. And, like, I reach into pet her, and she's like... Mm. I was like, all right. <laughs> leave you alone. Like grumpy kids. Yeah. That's and then when we went to bed, she, um, I checked on her again, and then she followed us upstairs and got on the bed and was like, meow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're feeling better then. <laughs> cats. Yeah. So we've <laughs> welcome to the Whiskey My Tales podcast. We talk about gas and cats and dogs. And <laughs> yeah. Cats. So what's new? Um, let's see. What is new? Not a whole lot. A little slow. A little slow. Yeah. Little but slow. it's good catching up on other areas of business. Yeah. Um, we have. Night market for our first night market coming up in a couple of weeks. We don't have anything crazy going on right now. Got the, just kind of prepping, actually doing work. Getting, like I said, getting caught up on things, and, and honestly, just kind of enjoying it being a little quiet right yeah. now. But you know, did you finish taxes? Yeah, taxes were turned in before the end of February. Cool. Got those turned. I'm sure he will have questions and things oh, yeah. he needs. But I got the form filled out. I filled out everything the best I could based on. All the info we had in Etsy, Shopify, and QuickBooks. And I said, look, double check it off, whatever you need to. I said, you have access to QuickBooks. If something doesn't make sense or isn't adding up, let us know and we'll help you figure it out. Yeah. So he has it all, which I'm just waiting to hear back. Good deal. So we got that. Like I said, night market's coming up. We always did. We did good in the spring last year. Yeah, Way better did. than the fall. Yeah. The spring and then even when it was hot outside. I guess tour season, I guess. Which is starting to ramp up. We went to. Yeah. Where did we go? Mm, we went somewhere and for lunch or something. I don't know why I can't think of it. But where we were, we were sitting there, and everybody in there was talking about Ohio. <laughs> like, it was just crazy. Why? It's just this, you know, as soon as you meet somebody, you're like, oh, I'm from uh, Dayton or whatever. And you're like, cool. I'm going to go to another bar. I can't, <laughs> but yeah, so the tourists were showing up. There's a lot of tourists already, which it's March, seems early. But I think that this, the gas prices might put a hamper on it. Dude. It's a good thing we bought all our airline tickets for the Bro. year. Because. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Gas prices are going to hamper everything. everything. I mean, not just. Milk's like 40 a gallon right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. I was going to say groceries. Yeah. You know, the cost of transport goes up. The cost of everything goes everything up. Everything goes up. Yep. <clears throat> Time to start. It's time to get that vegetable garden planted so you Dude. can spend $150 on supplies and eat your $0.35. Cent, I know. Save $0.35 cents on tomatoes or whatever. I meant to do it last <laughs> year, and I and I forgot, but it's like we're getting to that. I was going to do like those uh, the planters that you, mm -hmm. you know, the elevated ones yeah. just so like squirrels can't get in it. Yeah. But uh, I forgot to do it last year, but I need to I need to go ahead and start planting. Your back patio that. might actually be a good spot for some things like tomatoes and things like that that need sun but also need shade yeah they get 
good shade in the morning and then sun in the evening. I was going to build a, like a ramp, like yeah. a roof, but a ramp. That way the water would, it would collect more water. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there's a bus stop by our house and the guy, I don't think it's a guy's house. I think it's a business that he runs, but it's a house. Yeah. In South Carolina, they do that. On the corner there with the palm trees? <clears throat> yeah. They're banana trees. Banana trees, yeah. Yeah. And so he built that bus stop and on the bus stop, he put a roof over it and then has drains on the roof that go down to the flower pots yeah. to uh, water the plot. Water water, and I thought that was pretty nifty too. That's pretty, I, my uncle had a setup like that for, for their garden and it collected in a number of holding tanks. Yeah. And then it was just gravity fed into to hoses mm-hmm. and then he could go out there and just turn it on and gravity would it would just gravity feed water and you turn it off gentle you have to, in california i was gonna say you have to be careful it's not just california it's different different muni- states yeah different right. uh, municipalities and and that's our uh, rain you're not right. allowed yeah, to collect <laughs> our rain like, how do you own the rain yeah well, there was a guy i forget where it was it wasn't in california it was somewhere else but he was basically kind of living off grid he had oh, he had bought a parcel of land uh, but he had no utilities turned on and basically the 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 it had something to do with the way taxes are done. It it was connected to the, you know, wherever you have utilities running is considered a resident. A residence. Yeah. And so that's how they determine your taxes. And because he didn't have utilities, but he was living on this property, he wasn't having to pay all these taxes. And so they like find him and tried to arrest him and all this other stuff. And it's just like, I'm living on my land that I own. Yeah. I'm collecting rainwater. And I have solar power and, you know, he had all these things taken care of his septic tank. He was very much re- reliant on you know, self-reliant. It's God's water, man. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, yeah, you're not suckling at the teeth of the government enough. Yeah. You're in trouble. And it well, was just- we had a neighbor that did solar panels and they became totally independent on power. So they were selling power mm-hmm. back. So SC, Sacramento, SEG, Dominion. Yeah, SEG, Dominion. Dominion, they... For like two months, they were paying them for electricity, and then Dominion was like, "Oh, so you don't need us," and so they charge them like a connection fee. It's like just in case, but it's, it's it was like it was eighty eighty or it was right right around a hundred dollars a month. They charge them a connection fee for not using their power just to being connected. Pretty crazy. It, it like came out in the wash a little bit, but they still yeah, had to pay like twenty thirty bucks a month. Yeah, it's it's they'll find any way to make money. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. They got it. You got to make sure the wheel keeps turning, <laughs> as they say. As they say. Um, so turkey season's almost here. We mentioned turkey calls earlier. Uh, you have plans. I think we mentioned you're hunting in Kentucky, in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked with a good buddy yesterday I was talking to you about earlier. I think we're going to try and get out and do some hunting in Francis Marion this nice. year. Um, get out there and try to smack some turkeys. I think we should... Since we missed so much of deer season, I think we should probably try and go a little hard in the paint on turkey season. I'm down for it. Um, it's tr- historically kind of slow for us yeah. in terms of um, – like we're, not, we're not getting slammed with online orders, but yeah. I mean, we have other stuff going on, so it makes it a little easier to, to break away. And Hunting turkey is, is nice because you can do it in the morning. You can do it in the afternoon. You can kind of go out whenever. Your mm-hmm. odds change depending on how you decide to go about doing it. But if you only have time to get off work and go out, for a few hours before sunrise, you can you can go out and kill a turkey. We watched a call championship or something mm-hmm. the other day where these guys, it's like they're experts. Yeah. And the theatrics involved yes. are insane to me. Like, think of a bodybuilding competition where they come out and they, they like, bronze their skin and they, they do all the poses. You would think that at, like, a turkey call, like, if you've never seen one, you should look it up. You would think that they would just be, like, doing the call, you know, like, burk, burk. no, they're, like, burk, burk. You know, yeah. so that was a chicken, but so, but they're well, doing the you know like they like they move their head and yeah, especially if they're using mouth calls. Yeah, yeah, they will they'll use their hands and like yeah, yeah, like m- mimic what the the so turkey's mouth would well. be doing. Yeah. Um, I've seen them. I've seen guys when they're when they're using or, or making the, the same noises to mimic uh, uh, drumming, spitting, and drumming. Like I've seen them crouch down yeah, and act yeah. like they're. Act like they're <laughs> like they're doing the fe- the feather uh, kicking the feathers strutting and, and strutting, everything. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny to watch. Um, I just never would have thought that would have been. Yeah, that's and they part and, of it. and they have different. As, as I'm sure you noticed, they have different categories, right? Mouth calls and, and yeah. things like that. And they have guys that get up and and put on like a full blown, like they imitate a full blown like scene with various animals, and they'll they'll 
they'll start off with like a crow or an owl call and then they'll give a gobble response and then they'll you know they'll mimic a, a fly down from a from a tree with like and they and they they bring out props and they're like making the noises and it's it's wild yeah and you got like 12 year old kids that are phenomenal it's pretty crazy yeah it's oh it makes me wonder if jacob does it i've never seen him do it i just seen him stand there and yeah he just does, does the, the thing. he does it like i would do it if right I yeah just yeah. stand there like all boring and yeah. just like did i win <laughs> you're not boring jacob no not no <laughs> I didn't say didn't mean that Jacob was boring. I just yeah, meant yeah. Oh, the, compared he, he to all the other theatrical. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying when he when he shows his his calls online, Jacob is not super theatrical. There's no need to be. Yeah, yeah. You're showing off the thing. You don't need to add. But that's how I would. That's how yes, I would how do I would a do tournament. Too. I would feel competition. really really dumb strutting around. So Kyle, we we're supposed to do. Uh, we got to talk about that when we could do a podcast with Kyle. We got to do it in the evening. Okay. Because he sent all that stuff, but he wants us to try a couple of things. But did you have you been following along on that uh, that reel he posted and put us in on? I guess not. <laughs> he just texted me, so it's it's a reel. Oh, I can't because it's got a it's got a copyright song. On it. So it's a reel mm-hmm. that this is all it is. Have you seen it? You yeah, you posted you sent me that, and I didn't understand what it was, and then I forgot to look into it. It's exactly. Just, it's, it's just Kyle took a video of the woods, and then he said something about shed hunting, and then he put it to the song "Taking Care of Business," right? And it's just blown up. <laughs> it's so it's at right now it's at sixteen thousand views. What? And so he just texted me and he said sixteen point two k views. The title of our podcast is going to be "How to Get Twenty k Views on an Accident." <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I think because. You're waiting to see what's going to happen, and then nothing happens. Nothing happens. Because if you look at reshares, there's like three. Like, no one sent it to anyone. No. But I think people see it, and they're like, what am I looking for? And they watch it but again. But that's a reel, right? Yeah. And it's and it's a reel set to a popular song. Yeah. That's the algorithm. Yeah. Like, that's what Instagram is pushing right now is reels. I, I spend a lot of time looking at Instagram marketing stuff, and, and everybody, if you just go through and look at accounts, like, nobody's getting likes right now. Really? And like, just interactions are next to nothing. Weird. I started last night going through and just I went through people we follow and just if, un- unfollowed them because they suck. Well, if they haven't posted in this year, unfollow. Which yeah. a lot of it's whiskey accounts. Which I had this conversation with Andy last night. Like all these people that we've told, we talked about it before, where they they have a bottle of bourbon and they and they like it. They're like I'm doing this thing, and they're like now I'm a bourbon guy and I'm gonna start a bourbon page and and they do it, and which is all good. I, I'm not talking oh, trash. Like we, but I think they get in there and they're like, oh, there's a lot of people like sure, this. Sure, And so they just, they drop off or they can't aff- Aff- afford it. Yeah. Can't afford. Well, because, I mean, that's not, that, that's not a slight on anybody. No, it's, it's just, just if you're going to create content yep. and you want to keep it fresh and people interested, you have to post new bottles and that gets yeah. expensive. It gets expensive. Now, you there's can a, there's recycle. Other, yeah, you can recycle and you, there's other ways to create content related yeah. to whiskey. You could do, because I think about it all the time, like in one bottle, because what I try to do when I buy a bottle is I do an unopen. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I used to do cork pop videos, but I kind of quit doing them. I used, uh, but an unopen, you could do a cork pop video. Then you could do a slow pour. Then you could do a dram with it. Then you could do a cigar. Right. And then you could add it to another whiskey and do a blend. A blend. You then you could do a cocktail. cocktail right? Then you can add it to another whiskey and do a flight. Yep. And then you could do a blind. There's a lot of things you can do with one or three bottles. And uh, I think people just don't, like, it, that takes work. And I it think does, they yeah. realize how much effort is put into it. Like, But let's say you take three bottles, right? And your end result being doing several pieces of content that involve a blind between the yeah. three, even before you get to that blind, you just mentioned like seven different content possibilities. Yeah. That's 21 different before you even get to the ones with them combined. Yeah. You know, if you break that out one or two pictures a day, three bottles can get you through most of a month. Yep. If you really, if you wanted needed to, to needed to, to do that. But the problem is I think is, is if your photography is not good, mm-hmm. a bottle of wild turkey one one just won't go far. Sure. Where another thing I've learned <clears throat> Don't want to say, I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. But another thing I've learned is there's a guy. Or a gal. No, it's a guy. Oh, and okay. he does, he's known, for, I'm not going to even give any hints. But there's a guy and there, he makes a lot of content of him finishing bottles. I've seen him finish a 2018 George T. Sag like nine times. 
So either he has killed nine bottles of George T. Stagg in the past six months or keeping bottles around and filling yeah, them up. Just filling them back up and, and making content, which is another option. So once your bottles are empty. Look, here's the thing. We are not sitting here believing, pretending, or promoting the idea that every piece of content you see out there from anybody is all super legit and genuine and yeah, like it's content. It's content. Right? It's social media. You're being entertained. You're being entertained. Yeah. Take it for what it's worth. Yep. We don't really do that. We no. don't do that. No, we I've don't. never thought about that the empty bottle thing until last night. I was sitting there thinking about it. Not that I'm going to do it, but all everything I have that's nice, I don't drink. It just sits there. So yeah. if I post a picture of it, that's just how much I've drank since the last time I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. You have a lot of stuff. But people do the same thing with trophy pictures. Yeah, of course. You can get a picture of the deer on the ground, get a picture of it hanging, get a picture of it at the processor. Get a picture of the mount. You can right. put the mount outside. You, you can, can do make some a, videos of you looking for it, tracking it. You, There's yeah. tons of stuff you can do related to it. You can do a it. video of you putting that in a trail camera. Yeah. Making it look like you got another one on camera. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of sh- stuff you yeah. can do with, with whitetails, even even afterwards with how you yeah. treat the right antlers. Or if you want to build a Euro mount or do a DIY mount of some kind or taxidermy. It's like this antler's of, been in like 40 episodes. Like yeah. we've reused it a lot. <laughs> it's very been very helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. We should go. We should go a little extra hard in uh, for turkey season this year, and we need to sit down and actually actually sit down and not talk about anything else except focus on planning some hunting trips. Yeah, and get some tentative dates and where we want to go, so I can run them by the family, and make sure we're not conflicting with any other major events, and then get those dates because I think. With the business the way it goes in the fall, the only way we're going to get any solid hunts in is if we plan a solid four or five destinations where we go and we hunt hard as we can for two or three days over a weekend because we're not going to be able to just hop off and go do this random thing. And if I do get that opportunity in the fall, I need to be doing it with my kids because they didn't get a chance to get out at all last year because we were so busy. Um, So we should definitely do that. And it's it's... It's still cool enough right now, and it's not so, so hot that getting in the woods and doing stuff with stands is probably a, a good idea to do that now. We say that every spring. Every spring. Yeah. But I would like to move my stand over a tree. I'm considering leaving the stand I have on the rifle side where I hunt with the rifle where it is, and then for the bow, I think I'm just going to get a saddle and saddle up wherever I feel like it in that general same general area. The problem is that side gate to get back there. It's always a mess. And I just like, I get to the club and I'm like, I don't want to ruin my truck today and get it coated in mud, tear the road up. Oh, the gate for down to where you, where you, yeah. But if you came in the back, I don't know. It's almost like you could take the rifle range and just walk down the range and pick a turn right. But then you're sitting off the rifle range and you know how that goes. That can go. I've been sitting back hunting, hunting uh, on the bow side. And if that, if you look at where my stand is, Back there, and where that, that that berm is, it's directly like 200 yards behind it. Uh, when when people are hunting, people aren't supposed to be on that range on, yeah. on the range. But I've seen people go out there and and do it anyways. So I also wonder if you just come off the hunt club off the steps and go right and just go through those pines. I wonder if there's trails uh, in uh, there. The main door. Yeah, there absolutely is. Yeah, it, because from that, those are all planted pine trees. And there's like every why do they cross the road right there? Yeah, every twenty or thirty yards, there's like a uh, a gap. Yeah, uh, a fire break or strip where they've strip cut, and they bed down in there all the time. Yeah, Yeah, you could easily, I I would imagine, you can go, like you said, take a right, go a hundred yards that way, and just go in the middle between where our property ends and where the clubhouse is. Yeah, you probably do if you do if you do it carefully and do it consistently enough, you probably at least shoot some does. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Meet in the freezer. Freezer queens. <laughs> freezer queens. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a, a show, like an episode of night or whatever. It's um, camera it's called, but it's about the Kublai Khan, like the Mongol Khan dynasty. Yeah. And um, his the Asian influence that they have with China. And so he, he took over. He's the grandfather of, grandson of Genghis Khan. Mm-hmm. And he uh, was like, he came up with the idea that if you divide people and you and you conquer and then you make them all do your thing, uh-huh. there will be resistance. Right. So he was like, we don't care what religion, what you believe, you can do whatever you want, just know that you belong to me. And he talks about silkworms. He was like, the silkworm belongs to me. The pouch that the worm, 
the cocoon, that's where Silk comes from. That belongs to me. He's like, some little kid will smash the moth that comes out of the cocoon, and I don't care because that kid belongs to me. And, like, he's just going, I'm like, it's a pretty fascinating way to look at it, you know. But I started taking melatonin again for sleep. Uh-huh. I have some wild dreams, dude. Yeah. And last night I had a dream that I was, like, hanging out in China, and I could not figure out. Like, it, just, it was a recurrent, like, I'd wake up and then go back to sleep. And then I, it happened enough times that in my dream, I was telling myself, look down at your hands. Just look down at your hands. When you get here, look down at your hands. Because remember I used to do that? Yeah. And so I, w- I looked down at my hands, and I was like, I got to pee. So I got up, went to go pee, and I'm out of it, you know, because uh, melatonin does something to me. It's, like, worse than any, like, ambient. It's worse than that. <laughs> I don't know why. So I'm sitting there, and Jeff is on top of the towel rack, like, up there. Yeah. And it just I remember staring at him while peeing and going, you belong to me. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> and then I went back and laid down. I woke up this morning. I was like, that was weird. And I've been thinking about it all day. I haven't. I have not had a lucid dream like that in a long time. I haven't either. It's. I like them. They're fun. The ones where you fall back asleep and you pick up right where you left yeah. off, and it's just like watching. I just a, kept having the same pausing a movie. Yeah, it was weird. Makes me wonder if I should watch like some really trippy stuff and then take melatonin. It's crazy that melatonin has that effect on me. And I didn't drink anything yesterday. I mean, I you know I don't drink during the week typically. Yeah. I don't know. I take a, every once in a while melatonin gummies, and yeah. I feel useless in, in the morning. Have a hard time waking up. Oh, really? No, I don't. I, I, the VA gives them to me because they didn't. They know I won't take pills, so they gave they gave me. I think they're like three milligrams is all they are. Mm-hmm. And um, one time I doubled it, and it really didn't do anything. And so I googled it, and it was like the less you take, the better it rea- better your body really uses it. Yeah. Interesting. If you take too much, your body's like, yeah. Huh. So I'm wondering if I take like. Two milligrams, if my body will just be like, yes, <laughs> like he took. Uh, oh man, what's the name of that stuff that he took in uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Quaaludes. Quaaludes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like crawling through that that uh, clubhouse. Is that under the steps? Uh, yeah, to his Ferrari or Lamborghini, whatever the hell it was. The uh, what a wild life that would be, dude. That was a crazy. Would life. you live that life? Like if you were single and you were filthy, like if you came up the way he came up. And you were filthy rich. I think I would be flying helicopters completely hammered. You know, back in the day when before the internet and all that. I, I think that's how everybody lived. Yeah, and that's like if if you were if you were a single million like multi millionaire back before there was phones everywhere. Like yeah. I, I think that's what everybody did. Nobody could just film you doing something. Yeah, <laughs> you could just you could do some wild stuff and be like. You guys keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And that's as far as you had to go. Well, it's your word against mine. Right, exactly. Yeah, I didn't do that. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, now, phones now and cameras everywhere, and you can't get away with anything. I feel bad for kids today. Think about all the stuff we would have gotten in trouble for. I mean, I think about it all the time. It's kind of like you're like, I got away with it barely. Because I think video came out. Oh, yeah. It like was, my second year of college. Like when I would should have been my second year of college. Yeah. That's kind of when video cell phones came out. Yeah. And, and I would agree that. Or picture, not video. When I was in college, those last couple of years is when you really started to see an uptick in like Facebook and uh, Instagram and some of those things. Even Instagram and what wasn't that big. Twitter was just kind of becoming a thing, but Facebook was still huge. And you would see people post pictures from parties and things like that. And you were like, oh, I can see how this could go downhill real quick. Yeah. Well, know? I had a MySpace and then I had a Facebook when I got to college. Yeah. And I swear to you, when I got in, the community was like... I have to Google this, but I remember it being small. Like the amount of people that had, because it was only, you had to have a college ID. Yeah, it was only colleges. There was was like 800 people. And and there was not that many colleges in the network yet. Yeah. I think there was like 800 people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I I remember remember when I was going to community college, I had a .edu Mm -hmm. email address, but it, it was not in the collective like group of Colleges that were allowed to, to join. It wasn't until I got to East East Carolina that I was able to do that. You had you had it at Liberty, but yeah. Um, I remember it was like us praise, and praise Harvard and like maybe San Diego or something. Yeah, there was Southern there was Carolina, only a, California when it very first started. Like when he invented it, it was like two or three campuses. Yeah. it. but uh, it's pretty wild how that just exploded. Yeah. You think you think Mark Zuckerberg ever just sits in his house and is just like, what did I do? What the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. All Probably. I wanted to do 
was not go to class. I wanted to code and create a thing. Well, I think about Michael Jordan, like when he goes to take a shower, not right now. I mean, I'm sure he's still super popular, but back when like in his prime, when like if he's at a hotel and just people are just hounding him, everywhere he goes, signs, 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 then he goes and takes a shower and he just puts his head on the wall and he's like, <sighs> I bet you, I bet you pro athletes and celebrities that reach that point go through a period like that. Yeah. All of them. They well, they just, you know, they sit around and talk to each other and are like, so how do you deal with it? And he's like, I just put on my game face and I make that money. Yeah. Just deal with it. Yeah. Just deal with it. All right. Well, let's get a random fact in here. All right, so since St. Patrick's Day is this Thursday, the 17th, a few days from now, I figured I would do some interesting facts related to St. Patrick's Day. Some of these you may already know. Okay. Some of them I did not know and I found interesting. So I'll run through them fairly quickly. Some were pretty boring, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, So the real St. Patrick was not born in Ireland or the Emerald Isles. He was born in England. Um, It is said that he banished snakes from Emerald Isle. I actually knew that. Fossil records, though, show that Emerald Isle never had never had snakes. Never had snakes yeah. so. <laughs> no, not true. Uh, it is believed that the idea of leprechauns is actually based on uh, Celtic folklore involving fairies. Mm. <laughs> so that's where the idea of leprechauns, little men and women. With the pot of gold. Yeah. Are there female leprechauns? I don't, I'm sure I, there are. I think leprechaun where, is where, a man. Where do the man, where do the man leprechauns they come from? They just do. Do you, put the pot, do you put the pot of gold before the leprechaun? Like, how does this work? How does the sun set? It just does. Uh, so the shamrock, uh, called a seamroy by Celts, uh, was considered sacred. It each of the four clovers on a four leaf clover stand one uh, stands for something. They are luck, hope, faith, and love. And you have a one in ten thousand chance of finding a four leaf clover. Oh, I wish really good at it. Yeah, she just sent them to me when I was basic training. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, the first St. Patrick's Day parade was actually held in the United States in what is now called uh, what is now St. Augustine, Florida, in really? 1601. I would have guessed Savannah. Yeah, you would think. Uh, I, I would have guessed Ireland, uh, but oh uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> That's a good guess, though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, not in, in America. Now, the a couple of interesting facts I wasn't able to find. Uh, I didn't spend a ton of time, but in 2020, uh, website Wallet Hub estimated that. Roughly 6.16 billion with a B money was spent on St. Patrick's Day celebrations, alcohol, decoration, going out. Like that's the economy saw an injection of, yeah, uh, globally, I believe, of 6.16. Unless that was just Valentine's Day, but Irish. Kind of, yeah. And believe it or not, St. Patrick's Day is the fourth biggest drinking holiday. It's not even the first in the United really? States. Yeah. July fourth. It, it's behind July fourth, New Year's. New Year's. Yeah, New Year's and I believe um Cinco de Mayo. I don't know. I, I want to say Christmas was maybe in there. Mm-hmm. Or um or Thanksgiving maybe. There so are, it's all a money grab you're saying. Could be. Um I can tell you that on St. Patrick's Day, Guinness is served eight hundred and nineteen percent more. I believe it. Than any other day of the week. I mean, the only time I drink Guinness is when I go to an Irish pub. And I didn't read all in, into the into the co- the comments, but you know, like we get super slammed during Christmas. That's like yeah. where we make up a huge portion of of you know part of our yearly revenue. Guinness, like part of their revenue marketing forecasting plan, St. Patrick's Day is a huge part. Is a huge part of that. Can you imagine condensing all that into one day could you imagine if you just <laughs> if your business was saint patrick's day stuff like yeah. you sell like the green shirts and and all right that stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's your business so you you literally have like a month and then you're off the rest of the year yeah we should have started we should do uh we should come up with a, a whiskey white tail saint patrick's thing okay can or whatever the the number one drinking holiday is let's pick that one okay We'll have, to, we'll have to go back to that article. But there's on pa- St. Patrick's Day, there is an average of one fatal car crash every 36 minutes uh, accompanied wow. or associated with drinking, uh, and drinking, and, drinking and driving. Makes you just want to stay the fuck home. One every 36 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, man. Jeez. It's a lot. Um, and as I mentioned, you and I were talking, St. Patrick's sainthood is actually very questionable because he was never officially canonized. So the fact that like he's it's he is... 
the only saint most people has know. Saint, has, has the sainthood. Um, it just sort of started. And I think it was one of those things that it just snowballed and the Catholic Church was like, ah. Uh, sure. It's fine. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so that's some of the. Um, so he was never actually oh, granted sainthood. And the original color associated with like celebrating St. Patrick was actually blue, not green. Blue. Yeah. Why? No idea. It just said it was originally I would have blue. orange. Because of all the orange Irish people. Orange Irish people. <laughs> no, not orange. Blue for some reason. I, I, like I said, I don't know why, but I thought it was interesting. Um, and the, the shamrock, I meant, I meant to, is considered sacred by the Celts because it symbolizes spring, which is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, all the old pagan traditions celebrated fall and spring. Yeah, and the the traditional shamrock that has three, it is. it said that St. Patrick used that to... Demonstrate and symbolize the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then the Amen. white supremacists took it over in prison. Assholes. <laughs> yeah. If you have a, if you, yeah, shocker to all the people that have a shamrock who have a three leaf clover, clover, that is a gang sign. That is a gang gang. In prison for the white. White supremacists. Uh, yeah. So maybe throw a fourth clover leaf on there. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a joke. It's, it's a joke. Is it? It's a joke. Yeah, so are you doing anything for St. Patrick's Day? Am I doing anything for St. Patrick's Day? So St. Patrick's Day falls on a Thursday? Yes. I'll probably... Uh, Does that mean this weekend is um, Park Circle? I think it's the following week. Yeah. Wait. No, it'll be the weekend after, I think. Okay. I think it's the it's always the week like that follows it if it's not during that week. Because the reason I say that, and I could be wrong, but I remember... At the the meeting for the market, Karen said that that weekend, which she referred to as St. Patrick's weekend, is is really busy downtown. So I think I think it might, must be that following week hmm. end. So like the eighteenth, nineteenth. Interesting. I want to go to it. I'm camping that weekend. Are you at the Godery? Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. With, with the pack and our, yeah. and the troop, we're doing a, a big joint thing. The one, one of, on Kiowa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of our uh, one of our Boy Scouts is working on his eagle project. He's building bat boxes to put out around the community. I didn't know this, but bat boxes near homes and communities helps with mosquitoes. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, we have a bunch of bats. Yeah, didn't know that. You know what else helps? Praying mantises. Oh, yeah? Andy bought 5,000 praying mantis eggs off Amazon. It was like $24. But I guess you... You could bur- just buy yeah. animal eggs on yeah. Amazon? Yep. Amazon. But you birth them inside because they. I guess they don't birth at the same time. Okay. But if you leave, if you don't monitor them, they'll eat each other because yeah. they're just hungry. They come out the, the egg just hungry. But you, uh, I guess, you just scoop them up and you put them around your yard. And they won't all live. No, but, of course not. It's a numbers game. So I'm gonna have praying mantises like, like currency out there. I'm gonna have a ton of them. So if you ever need, you know, you guys and, aren't gonna respond to messages for like days. And I'm gonna get worried, and I'm gonna come <laughs> over there, and they will have attacked you and yeah. Taylor and Tyler, and we'll have just. Eating you guys alive. I'm yeah, just gonna find. Pool. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna find empty skeletons, and the neighbors behind you won't care because they don't like you anyways. Yep. I thought about building a giant wall in my backyard to eat their kids. <laughs> that would fix they migrate the, over there, and <laughs> that would fix the treehouse they built on my fence line. It's still not done. No, now and they started moving stuff in. It's got lights in it now. Oh, nice. So, so now they have an excuse to be out there at nighttime being stupid when you're trying to enjoy yeah. the pool. And I came out there because I heard them out there and the lights were on, they're bright. And I came out there and just stood on the porch and then about five minutes later, I turned them off. <laughs> like, come on. I, I thought about, because, you know, I had an HOA, so I got to prove everything. And I thought, part of me is like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to build a wall. Just build a wall, like a lattice wall and put some vine on it. I was going to build that. You know, make it look nice. Build you that wall. <laughs> make it look nice. But then I, I was like, what if they complain or someone else complains? So I'm like, well, how do I tell the HOA? Like, I don't want to look at this dude's broke down Dodge Ram and his kid's treehouse yeah. on my fence line. I don't want to look at it all the time. Like, well, there's no nice way to do it. You should build some birdhouses and get a regular regular occurrence of some birds back there. And then there's an organization, and I think you can declare your yard or your piece of property like a protected wildlife habitat, and then the HOA cannot... Should force do, you to do certain things. Should do it with snakes. Just get a bunch of cane breaks and diamondbacks and just like. This, this is a nature preserve. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, can the kids come over and swim? Like, I don't think you want to. Yeah. Uh, they can. There's, they can. There's like 30 diamondbacks in my backyard right now. But they're, they'll stay away. Yeah. If they want to swim, 
The problem is the 14 cotton mouse that are in the water. And they can swim fast. <laughs> and they're not very nice either. No. Very vicious snakes. Mm. Yeah. But whatever. I'm going to... I'm going to figure something out. Yeah. Figure something out. So this was another episode of just randomness. Uh, do we have a, uh, a What's a that keyword? part of the year, right? There's not, there's no big whiskey releases to talk about. We already did the Kentucky Owl release. Yeah. We'll um, have some, we'll there's have some a lot fun. of scotches coming out right now, but nobody cares. We'll have some fun whiskey stuff to talk about after our trip uh, next month. Yep, for sure. We're going to the executive. And then we have, Burns. we're going to Highwire, right? We're still doing that? That's the 14th, I think. Yeah. So next week we'll talk about the Highwire stuff and then... Yeah. The week after that, we'll have some content from it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, I intend to do a, a follow up on how the, uh, the DIY ozone box did this year. Um, traveled around with it, used it quite a bit, threw it around. So I'll do a little short video. What, how it held up, what I would have liked to do different. Uh, yeah. Um, if I, if this plastic, were to do it the only again. thing I could see is those side clamps being an issue. Yeah. They're actually, they're actually pretty sturdy, and but you're right. And out of the whole mechanism, those tiny little plastic yeah. little, little nipples that Just go. Think into, about how many broken ones we yeah, have. We, yeah, we break them all the time. But yeah. as long as you're not abusing it too bad, it's 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 not it's not terrible. The 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 other options are the the lids that you just push and and they snap yeah. into place. But then when you they add the weather stripping to uh, provide that seal, yeah, um, it makes it hard to clamp sometimes, and then it'll pop it'll pop open. So. It was, you just kind of picking your, uh, yeah. I guess you picking what battle you want to yeah. fight, but it's 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 done pretty good. There's a few things I'd have done different, and I'll I'll highlight those. There's probably some quick there. release C clamps that you could just like. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Plastic to the corners. Just the other thing. Well, the other thing I thought about was were like um, you can buy just generic clamps, like straps that you would you find on a yeah a back you know, with the plastic clips, and just you can buy them long enough that you could just go over the top of it and then tighten it down. You can use something like, almost like a ratchet strap. I went down a rabbit hole of a follower that we had, or yeah, a follower slash we follow him as well, mm-hmm. but he lives in Japan and he travel. He just, he, his thing is coffee. Yeah. Right. And so he goes, he has a very, he has a backpack and it's got um, a hatchet, which I bought the same hatchet, which was $200. And I'm really excited to get it in, but it's a hatchet, a nice knife, a fire starter, and coffee, a pot, and then he has these tables, and these tables fold up, and then all he does is unfold them and put a uh, a bungee cord around it, and it, mm-hmm. hold, it keeps it together. Yeah. So he goes out in the woods, and he Finds chops a, up wood. a dope spot and makes coffee? It makes coffee. That's and it's, cool. It's like, but I... I uh, That's a lot of work, though, because you got to find new work. places. I, yeah. follow, I follow a guy called, uh, I think it's Sasquatch Barbecue. He does the same thing with cooking. He has mm. little portable. Well, this guy will cook too. Grills and yeah, stuff. he's got a sandwich press, and yeah. he just throws two pieces of bread in it and whatever he wants, and, and then cooks it on the fire. Yeah. But he has a firebox. So uh, the firebox is the next piece. So the firebox, the folding one. Yep, yep. So I have that, the hatchet, and then he makes. Do you know what um, fire starter f- feathers or I can't remember what they're called? But he takes a piece of firewood mm-hmm. and he takes a yeah. knife yeah, and yeah. he shaves it, and it becomes like this ball yeah. of yeah. We, feather. we teach that in scouts. Yeah. I forget the name of it. It's really, it's really. And uh, he just puts the fire starter on it. One it hit starts right up, and it catches on fire. And then he creates his firebox, and yeah. he boils water, makes coffee, and he sips coffee. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know, it'd be cool to just be like, you know, today I'm going to go into Franz, like you know, in the winter. Yeah. But in Franz Van, I'm going to start a fire, make coffee, have a cigar, and just hang out for a little bit. Yeah. I think it's great. I think I like if it. If you're really cool, interested, if you have, if you, if you have easily accessible areas like that. Yeah. It'd be cool to do the same thing. And the guy that I was talking about, uh, I think it's called Sasquatch barbecue. He's based up in Oregon or Washington, I think. And he takes similar little like portable cooking gadgets. And I've I've even seen him go to like a a mountain overlook and stop at a lookout, you know, and pull out a full size grill and do it. But he'll find little, like, you know, he'll find his way down to a mossy covered air, rock area next to a river and he'll start his little thing with a yep. pot and he'll just, he started it. He got to start by doing steaks and his little thing was like a butter toss. Like he would toss the butter into the pan from like here to there. Oh, nice. Pink, yeah. you know, and then he would cook his, you know, his steak with this nice scenic view and that, and that was his thing. And he'd, he'd do everything with his fingers and then he got a sponsorship for like. Tongs, tongs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, you can see this guy got a tent sponsorship. Yeah, has really. It's a it's a tent made out of like canvas material that you would see like in in the army or something. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I got to uh, stuff. 
I gotta go. I have a tattoo cool. appointment today too. I awesome. forgot about until right now. Well, enjoy your tattoo. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Well, thanks everybody for uh, listening. Yep. Cheers. And uh, Matt six six five three nine. Get upside. Do we have a keyword or, or a secret word for? Ah, uh, damn. We'll record it now, and I'll put it in the beginning. Like Saint. We'll, we'll cut this part out. Saint P. Saint whatever. Just Saint. Saint put, is put the a word with Saint in front of it. So yeah. you could put Saint Penis if you want. Just come on. <laughs> Someone's got to keep it fresh around here. Yeah, but you can't give that idea. We have to keep it clean for the. Why not? Because of the Saint Patrick's. So Saint is the code word for this podcast for this episode. But Saint plus you know make it fun. Put Saint something. And what we do with these is if you leave a review, if you're not watching on YouTube, leave a review. Just use the words keyword Saint in there, and we go through at the end of the month and we collect all the reviews and comments everywhere, and then we uh, we do a random giveaway and we'll reach out to you, or we'll tell you or we'll just you t- won, and you then won. you can email us. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, folks. Oh, what's the next? We didn't decide on the next TV spotlight. I think we should do Colton Beam. Okay. Andrew Beam. Yeah, Andrew Jesus. Beam. Yeah. Sorry. I know we know a Colton Beam. And we, yeah. Let's do Andrew Beam. Andrew we'll just Beam cut is. that. Ask me again. Uh, which, <clears throat> oh, which CW spotlight are we doing next? Let's do Andrew Beam. Andrew Beam sounds good. Because I think he's got some uh, some musical spots coming up. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll, we'll uh, give him something to kind of launch those events with. Cool. Yeah. And if you didn't already check out last week's, we did uh, Gin from Forge Gin, uh, which is a, which is owned by uh, Brown Foreman. So we talked Forge Gin, Old Na- Navy Strength Gin, Old Forester, good stuff. So go check yep. that out. Yep. It's up and live. You can go watch it now. All right. We're done. Out. All right. Bye. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.